This is B, And this is L, And we're your anonymous hosts of Not Your Girlfriend's Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to episode 29 of season two. First, we want to thank all our day one listeners and welcome to all our new listeners. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review. Give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you screenshot listening to the pod and put it on your story or tweet us, we'll send you a free Not Your Girlfriend's Podcast limited edition sticker. We're also on Patreon where you can support us and become a member of the mystical coven of bad bitches. This podcast is sponsored in part by Bounce. Uh, Bounce is a new dating app that's currently in beta in New York City, where you live match for 15 minutes and go on a date the same night. Yep, so we've both tried Bounce so far, um, and it's great because you don't have that like two-week period of just like chatting with someone back and forth, and then eventually never even going on a date with them. Bounce actually chooses a bar in the neighborhoods that you select, so you both meet at a bar, and you don't have to even think about like where you're meeting or what yeah. time. And when you use our podcast code GFPod, G-F-P-O-D. When you download the app, you get the first round of drinks free on your first bounce date. So that's super cool. Yep. All right. Now, without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. Yes. So, Elle, do you want to give us a life update? Yes. Okay. So the culmination of all my little bits and pieces of talking about this and being awkward and not knowing what to say. Um, Finally, I am happy to share that I am seeing someone and I think it's in a steady enough place where I can give him an initial. Ooh, what's his initial? R. R. So not the same R uh, that we recorded Saturday for the boys with. Oh, yes. And joked that we're going to start dating again and re-strum up our eighth grade romance. Uh, different R. Can you give him like a nickname? We have some nicknames for guys. Um... <laughs> God, it's hard. Guy I'm seeing is what I've been referring to him as. I don't know. It'll come to us. But for now, he can be R because he's a real person and not just a fling. Yeah, he's a real he's a real letter. Yeah. <laughs> um, so R and I have been seeing each other for about two months now. Um, he was the guy who took me on the Velvet Underground date. So he was previously Velvet Underground guy, but I feel like he's like so many other things than that. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't say that's his like main thing. Yeah, but yeah. So we've been seeing each other for like two months. It's funny because before this, we you know, be you and I talked about some of the basic relationship milestones, and as I kind of jotted down what they were, I realized that we haven't hit a lot of the basics, and we have dived into some of like the further down the line ones. Yeah, it's interesting. So. Yeah. Uh, we kind of did things out of order. Um, so I would say that the basic relationship milestones are first and foremost defining exclusivity. Have so, you done that? No. <laughs> so wait, how long have you been seeing this guy? Since November, so two months. Um, And we haven't had the talk to expressly say that we're just seeing each other. That being said, we've known each other for a couple years. So I think it's kind of like this unspoken thing where we're both so aware of like the amount of time it's taken for us to actually date that now that we're doing it, like it's kind of just assumed that we're exclusive, which I hate and I would never do in any other circumstance because I think exclusivity is a thing that doesn't apply until you actually discuss it. Yeah. Um, And I think that a lot of women find themselves in situations where they're seeing someone and they feel that they need to be exclusive as soon as they meet someone that they actually like and want to continue dating. And guys may not be doing the same thing. Yeah. And I think women end up relying on the guy to define whether or not they're going to be exclusive. So, yeah. So I think that a lot of guys end up having like kind of the power in that dynamic to dictate whether things are going to be exclusive or not. So I'm a big fan of actually having the conversation and 
you know, being the one to bring it up and asking, you know, are you seeing anyone else? Um, and just being very candid about it. That being said, again, we have not had this conversation. Um, yeah, it's hard to engage when to bring it up. I totally agree that I feel like in this situation over the relationship, it kind of is more in the guy's ballpark than any other like yeah. party because they're more likely to say that they are dating someone else or they don't want something exclusive and again like hashtag not all men but I think a lot of guys are out there wanting to date other people or dating multiple people but then it comes really clear when you see each other all the time multiple times a week it's like exactly how can you date more than one person this right. intensely how do you have time to date yeah. more than one person um so I think that that's kind of where we're at is just like knowing that where we literally see each other every single day for the most part. Um, we hang out every weekend. I've met his friends. I've met his mom. So I think that we're kind of past the point where I need to wonder if he's seeing anyone else. But that being said, I feel like I still need to have the conversation. So I'm planning on just casually bringing it up one day. And like, I've got it like, I'm, I'm just, I'm like picturing it in my head. It's going to be like one morning, we're going to wake up. I'm just going to turn to him and be like, are you seeing anyone else? And he'll be like, what? No. And I'll be like, okay, cool. Same. Like, do you want to? And he'll say no. And I'll say, okay, great. Odds are you, you say it tomorrow night when we're all drinking. No, no, no. I'm going to wait and soberly do it in the morning. I want to know. I'm curious. Yeah. Oh, also, no, that's so cringe. I'm not going to ask with like all of you there. And then you guys can like fucking applaud us and take a shot. Like uh, free shots. No. But yeah, so I mean, that's, you know, that's the first step in my opinion. And then the next is actually defining the relationship. So the boyfriend, girlfriend title. Right. That's so hard. That I think is a ways off. That's um, ways off? Not. Yeah, that's. I think that that can take longer. And I think that it's reasonable for ta for that to take longer because it's like really solidifying things. Um, I think it's so like common in our kind of age range to think of being a boyfriend or a girlfriend to somebody at this age of like in your 20s that is pretty serious yeah. you know so like that's literally saying that's my boyfriend like that's like a permanent thing in yeah. my life now like that is my boyfriend until he's not my boyfriend anymore yeah until we break up in a fiery like mess would you okay when you do decide if you do decide to become boyfriend and girlfriend would you put it on Facebook oh my god I was just thinking that like if this were five <laughs> years ago like that would be the turning point point we would DTR by being Facebook official um, I don't really use Facebook anymore and he doesn't really use social media at all so mm. I don't really think that's going to be a thing for us yeah um, I've seen more commonly that really solid couples now when they became exclusive slash boyfriend girlfriend they put their each other's initials in their Instagram bio no like <laughs> the opposite like they did they don't put the Facebook official stuff until ages after even my friends who are married millennials get married we talk about this on this episode where um e and a they were together and like mutually exclusive boyfriend girlfriend the whole spiel not until six months after they've been dating did they put it on facebook yeah you know like i think that's something people do after the fact i know so many couples that like come out here like seven eight months later into the relationship and they're like they put it on facebook they're like okay now we're facebook official right but when i think about it like when we were first using facebook and back in the heyday of being facebook official it was because you wanted everyone else to know that person's off the market right and that was like Fair high enough. school college whatever like back when everyone was using social media more more people were on Facebook you just wanted to kind of claim the other person in like a sweet way but still that's what it was you just wanted everyone to know so I don't know I feel like we're kind of past that where I like 
especially because he doesn't use social media. I don't feel the need to like declare it on social media. Um, but honestly, I got to tell you, I can't wait because I'm so sick of referring to him as the guy I'm seeing. Like, it's just so wordy and so difficult. Yeah, it's I never hard, know what hard. to call him. So how long would it be until, uh, like, how long of being exclusive would you say you would need before you would call him your boyfriend? I mean, so I did some benchmarking. Okay. Um, so as I mentioned, I've met, like, all of his friends. Uh, and the last time... I saw them, we had gone to a party in his hometown together, um, which was big. I'm going to get into that weekend. But we went to this party and every time I would chat with like one of his couple friends, I'd ask, so how long have you guys been together? And they would get into their little story of how they met, how long they'd been dating. A couple of them had been like, oh, like we were dating for like we were seeing each other for X amount of time before I actually asked her to be my girlfriend. And it'd be like a cute little like funny story. And it seems like six months was the common answer I was getting. Okay. Not that I think it's going to take six months for us to DTR, but I think somewhere in the realm of three to six would be reasonable. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you've been dating for two months, so maybe another month, another, or another, in addition. God, I hope he's not super tacky and, like, asks me to do it on Valentine's Day. Oh, like, God, me Valentine's too. Valentine's dinner, and he's oh, like, fuck, that's coming up. my girlfriend. <gasps> oh, what if he's one of those? <laughs> he's not, though. He's the most, like, uh, he's some, the most, some like, girls. cynical sarcastic person I know only beat by myself so I don't think he's gonna do that and if he does he's gonna make a point of noting how cheesy and terrible it is yeah I mean some girls want that some girls also want to have their wedding at Disneyland we're not those girls and if you're that girl like I don't think this is the podcast for you this This is not your girlfriend's podcast yeah (laughs) (laughs) this is not the podcast yeah (laughs) um so yeah so DTRing that's ahead of us uh, I think a ways ahead, but a ways there. ahead. The other points on my basic milestones checklist are meeting the friends. Check. I did that actually after our third date. Um, so we went on our third date, and he mentioned that he like his him and his roommates have a holiday party every year, and like all of his friends from home go, and that he really wanted me to go to it. He lives in Queens, and I live in Brooklyn, and I was like, honey, I'm not crossing boroughs for you. I know. And it was, like, this whole thing, and he kept, like, trying to convince me and telling me how I would have so much fun, and he was going to make me great cocktails and this and that. And it was finally the thing that sold me was, like, this one moment where he let it slip, and he was like, yeah, I mean, and you're going to have such a great time and this and that, and I'd be really upset if you didn't. And I was like, oh, that's cute. Like, he genuinely wants me there. So I went to that, and I met his entire friend group. I met his brother. Jesus. He told me to come an hour early so he could make me, like, fancy cocktails before everyone else arrived and the party got, like, crowded. And so literally, as I'm getting to his apartment, an hour before the party starts, I'm knocking on his door, and someone else walks up. And he's like, oh, are you here for the party? And I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, and he's like, oh, I'm his brother. I'm like, oh, I'm his uh, friend. <laughs> friend. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> like a Derek Zoolander, like, yeah. spoon reflection moment. <laughs> um, yeah, so I met his brother. I met all his friends and everything. And then I went out with him and his roommates a couple of weeks after that. 
I went to a party in his hometown, which I mentioned before. Um, to be fair, you have he's not met any of your friends. Yeah, he's met my roommate. Yeah. He basically, like, lived in our apartment last weekend. So last weekend was a three-day weekend um, for MLK Day. And it was also supposed to be a snowstorm. Which never happened. So, yeah. I know. So we were thinking about taking a day trip somewhere or, like, maybe even doing it overnight. And then all this snow blew up in the forecast, and we were like okay, why don't we do a staycation instead? And I was like, come to Brooklyn, come stay at my place for like the weekend and I'll plan a bunch of activities and I'll make us waffles with my new waffle iron. We'll go for a walk in Prospect Park when it's like snowy and we'll do all these like cute things. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, he shows up. There's absolutely not even like a drop of snow. Yeah. Um, not a single snowflake. But anyway. But yeah, like, I mean, but, he's met your roommate, but yes. he's not met your friends. He's not been out with you in a friend group situation. Yes. So yes. that's really, really interesting. I know. And so he's going to tomorrow. Tomorrow night, which I will be there, guys. Yes. I've not met this guy yet. I've not met R. So I'm yeah. really curious to yeah. meet him and super excited. But he will meet not just me, but new friends, old friends, yeah. and mostly guys, because a lot of our friends are guys yes. so it's gonna be hype interesting i also would love for him to come to a party where it's like our old old og kind of high school friends which ones um, are stoner friends or the ones you still hang out with and the ones i still hang out with okay cool. and even those like i don't know no. he just hasn't met, like you have a lot of different friends and he's met none of them so it's it's every situation is different for sure but it's definitely yeah. a thing that i think you're also excited and interested to see how that plays out i'm a little nervous of course you'd be yeah, yeah. Be and it's also too. like i'm so charming i do so great <laughs> in front of his friends because yeah. i'm just like cute and like know how to like i don't know like maybe i'm a sociopath i'm just very charismatic you are i just know how to tell people what they want to hear yeah so i've done really well with his friends and his friends love me his mom loves me um, yeah you've met his mom like yeah. that's crazy I literally met his mom. You have brothers. He hasn't met your brother. He hasn't met your mom. I know, but that's... I mean, that's different. I wasn't supposed to meet his mom this early on. We just happened to be going to this party in his hometown, which is on Long Island, like an hour and a half out of the city. And we were supposed to take a train, and then I was running late, so I was like, I'll just drive us. And so inherently, because we're going to a party and I'm driving, we're going to have to stay over in Long Island. So he was like, we can just stay at my house. Don't worry. My mom's super chill. She's not going to be weird. Just don't be weird. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try really hard not to be weird. And it was totally fine. It was like awkward at first. I don't know why, but I was just like so like... I was, like, so in my head and so nervous. Like, more so than when I've met any other guy's moms. Interesting. What did he introduce you as to his mom? So he was just like, this is... And then we went to his room to go put our stuff down. And I was like, does your mom know who I am? He's like, obviously she knows who you are. You're spending the night here. I don't have random girlfriends spend the night at my mother's house. Then what are you? Where is this label, bitch? What are we? Oh, my God. I'm so tired. I know. (laughs) Yeah, but it ended up, like, it... It was great. Like, she loved me. Um, we also, like, got into, like, a deep conversation about healthy eating. And I was, like, telling her about all my healthy eating habits. Of course. And she was like, oh, you have to teach him how to cook. And it was, like, really cute. How is, like, the sex? The sex is good. So, we didn't have sex for our first couple of dates. And actually, even at his, like, holiday party where I was at his apartment, like, we ended up in his room in, like, a really hot makeout. And I was just like, not now. Like, I don't want it to go down this way with, like, 
all of your friends outside the door, yeah. like, knowing that it's going down. Or to, like, bro five you after, like, yeah, pass. Like, no, it's not happening that way. So we waited for a while, um, and it was good. And, like, we're getting there. Like, we're, like, figuring out what each other like, and we're kind of building that, like, sexual chemistry. Um, Have you introduced him to your top friend? Um, my vibrator? Yeah. Yes. So it actually, he suggested it. So we, this was actually when we were... At his mom's house. His mom wasn't there that night. She Did you pack like, it with you? No, 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 I didn't. No. Because so I would. So his mom picked us up from the party and dropped us off and then went to go stay at her boyfriend's house yeah. for the night. I think because she wanted us to have the house to ourselves. Great woman. Um, but we had sex and he like, I was like guiding him and telling him like a little bit of what I needed. And then the next morning he was like, so can you not... Like, can you not get off without that? Like, can you not get off, like, without, like, external stimulation? I was like, no, I can't. And mm-hmm. he was like, oh, so you should get a vibrator. And I was like, honey, I'm one step ahead of you. <laughs> Actually, Stellar I'm idea. several steps ahead of you. Men. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, you'll, you'll meet them soon enough. <laughs> and so we've been using them since. Um, and actually when he was at my place last weekend, he was like, I ordered us some stuff for my place. And I was like, like what? And I'm thinking like, I don't know, like cocktail ingredients. Yeah, or right. He seems to be into that. And he like picks me up in a very manly gesture, which I was not expecting. And he was like, some stuff. Oh. I was like, ooh, okay. Okay, I see. Um, and then I like started to try to ask questions because like again, like I'm usually very open talking about sex with anyone. So I was like, oh, like where did you order from? Like what kind of stuff yeah. did you get? I can give you some recommendations. <laughs> yeah. And I could tell he like he was just like, oh yeah, I was just like this website, I shopped around and like he didn't want to like tell me too much. So I was like, okay, in time. We'll that's get there. cute though. I think that's like really it shows that he's not emasculated by it. Yeah. And he's also like super open to it. And he also is he wants you to have pleasure yeah. and like wants you to be happy. So that's yeah. like all and good signs right like and he's trying and uh, yeah he's trying and that's all a girl can ask for i guess yeah um and like i had gone to trader joe's earlier that day and i got coconut oil um so i brought that into the bedroom and told him that it's like my favorite thing to use is lube and um after like afterwards i got up to go shower and i saw him like take the bottle and like take a picture oh of it so he could buy it, it super cute yeah so he's like really trying and he really like wants to make me happy like always takes care of me first which I love Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of guys okay maybe not a lot of guys but I've seen guys who'll do it the first like couple of times they'll take care of you first pretend that your sexual needs are the top priority and then just turn it off right and then like just worry about themselves like they do it a couple times to like build good faith and Mm -hmm. then they don't really stick to it but like consistently every time he like wants to make sure that like I get there first yeah so it's been really good um and we're still like getting to know each other's bodies getting to know each other's preferences but I feel like it's going it's moving in like a good direction it's still early days yeah yeah so it's good that's good it's like crazy like I haven't been sleeping with one person consistently for like a while so like Like it's yeah like when's the last time I mean you dated the quote-unquote nice guy who ended up not being nice yeah and we Um, didn't have sex that many times so um and he also like wasn't really good at sex or I don't know yeah sex wasn't good um and before that I don't even know. Mm. Who's the last person I was sleeping with consistently? I don't know. Was it a year ago when I was dating someone? 
Probably, probably about a year. Uh, yeah, it might have been. I was dating this um like tech nerd. Mm. Um, well, he doesn't matter. Um, yeah. So we we have a, a Reddit thing. So we we're on Reddit a lot. We're always replying to our dating. So if you have a dating qualm, post there. Maybe we'll reply or go directly to our subreddit, which we have all links on our website. And uh, this is a. Uh, thread that was posted and it's now since been deleted but I'll give you like a brief overview of what it was Um, a girl 25 female she's dating a guy for two weeks and she's only been dating this guy for two weeks like not going on dates with any other guys and she's posted asking when is the right time to ask when he's seeing other people and she also admitted that she would be disappointed to know if he was sleeping slash dating other people because she's so invested with him. And again, seems like a very similar situation where she's seen, been seeing this guy multiple times a week. So it's like, again, what time do you have to date other people? But also she doesn't admit she would be disappointed, even though they're not exclusive. Right. So I, to answer her question, how would you ask? I mean, like, let's see. Yeah. How do you find out someone you're dating is dating other people? Honestly, I I think you got to just ask the question like two weeks is super early. Yeah. Um, And not to say that not to say that she can't ask the question because it's so early. But I think it's also early enough that realistically he could be seeing other people. He may not have decided that he's ready to be exclusive with this girl yet. Like two weeks like that. Two weeks is nothing. And I think a lot of women get into this linear dating mindset where it's like, okay, I match with a guy. We're chatting. We go on one date. We go on two dates. We go on three dates. And they stop going on dates. Right. You know, and and that's really bad because then you put all this pressure into a relationship that maybe that person's not putting enough effort into either. Like you're like overanalyzing it in a way. And I I commented back and I recommended to her that, you know, she should be seeing other people and not put too much pressure on the situation. But also she did want to ask. There is definitely easy ways to ask or like non-invasive, like, who are you seeing? Instead, like asking, when's the last time you got tested and how many sexual partners have you had since then? Which I think gauging it, especially if they haven't slept together in the realm of sexual health, which you definitely should be asking regardless (laughs) before you sleep with somebody, if you really you're really into them or even if you aren't, you know, just it's a fair question to ask. I don't think you need to ask it on every single hookup. But saying like, yeah, how many sexual partners have you had since the last time you got tested gives her a gauge of, you know, it it opens up the conversation. Right. And I think that once you ask that question, you could it would be fair to ask, you know, how many other people are you sleeping with currently? Yeah. I think that's a fair question. Yeah. And then, of course, um, this actually got from you, Al. You said it in one episode, but it was under the gauge of, oh, I haven't been on this app for like blank amount of like two weeks in the time you've been seeing that person. And then just like saying it, not even asking and just seeing the way they respond. They can right. be like me either or they say nothing or I don't know. They're like, really? Like, I've. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's very easy to kind of go around that if you are or you have been on other apps and you have been dating other people. But if you also haven't and they are serious, you would say like me either. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So those are two kind of safe ways or you can just straight up ask if it's really important. But two weeks is not a lot of time. I especially in when you're 25 and you're in your 20s and dating nowadays, you should not assume the person you're dating is not dating other people. She said she met this guy on the app. They knew each other in real life for like a year before they worked near each other. But they match on an app guaranteed if you match on an app doesn't matter what app it is that person is using that app yeah you know of course 
Um, which also brings an interesting point of when do you delete apps when you start seeing somebody? So, mm-hmm. Elle, where are you at with that? Okay, I have all my apps on my phone. Just be actually, wait, wait. I do not. Let's check. So, I lost my phone um, at the end of December. And so I had to buy a new phone. And since I bought a new phone, I haven't re downloaded Tinder, OkCupid, anything else. I recently downloaded Wingman um, for research purposes for the pod. Yeah. And that's all I have on my phone right now. I don't know if I, you know, still had my old phone, if I would have deleted anything. But from the time that R and I started seeing each other, I would say from the second date onward, um, I wasn't, like, actively swiping with anyone anymore. Yeah. And, and that was just because, and like... you don't know if he has or not. Yeah, I don't know if he has. Um, I mean, you guys talked about dating, right? Like, prior dating and things like that. I so. asked him about the last relationship he was in or the last person he was consistently seeing. He told me that that was, like, a couple months and that it, I think, ended in, like, October. Okay. We didn't talk about... I didn't ask him, you know... What apps do you use? Like, what are you looking for when you're dating? Like, all of the normal questions I would ask someone if I had met them on an app mm-hmm. because we didn't meet on an app. Right. So it's like when you meet someone on an app, like the the like the the pretext is like you're here to date or do something. Right? Yeah. Like we're both looking for something here. Whereas like when you meet someone in real life and you know them from like prior circumstances, it's like you're dating because you want to date, and that says nothing about what your other intent what your intentions are outside of that yeah so it's been hard to I don't know it's been hard to ask the question but um yeah I guess I would hope he does not he doesn't have any apps on his phone (laughs) (laughs) one would hope um but yeah I mean uh, two weeks I still I can't get can't get my head like past the two weeks because like two weeks like that I don't know. How do you even get, how, how many dates can you realistically get in in two weeks? Let's say three dates a week. Let's say six dates. I would say that's like a heavy amount of dating for one person, for yeah. one, one to one person. Six dates to really know if you like someone. Like, yeah, I, I agree. That seems totally valid. But at the same time, like, I don't think whole I think I don't I think her holding it against him a little bit if he has been sleeping or seeing other people is a bit unfair I think honestly she needs to be prepared for any answer because it's fair game at this point they haven't discussed anything he doesn't owe her anything yeah um and she doesn't owe him anything so I think that yeah just being prepared for what the answer might be even if it might be difficult and knowing if even if the answer is that he's seeing someone else if she's still willing to take things forward yeah um i think that's something that she kind of needs to figure out yeah and she told me that her friends agreed with my advice that they should not, she should not be putting all her eggs in one basket yeah. which i believe to be true but i know when you're dating someone you really like them you don't even want to go on apps you don't yeah, even want to swipe how do you start from scratch when you've got this like great thing in front of yeah. you and i fall into this trap all the time like constant you're constantly reminding me not to put all my eggs in one basket yeah like I'll go on a date and I'll be like oh my god I love this person yeah and you're like no you don't <laughs> <laughs> no and again I could like literally put this on a t-shirt like just because you have a first amazing great date does not mean you're soulmates yeah you know compatibility is what much more complicated you can have a one-off amazing experience with someone or That's two true. amazing dates but does not mean long term that you're meant to be and it's really hard when you're both putting your best self out there to see kind of their 
like flaws, but they're not showing you their flaws. Right. I would say that three dates is kind of the turning point. We've said this before. Mm, definitely. Like once you get past three dates, like you need to kind of evaluate, okay, do I want to continue seeing this person? Because like to go on a fourth date with someone that you don't really like that much, that's yeah, a lot. That's a lot of ask, especially in New York where you everyone has to commute for dick slash, right. you know, I don't know, it's a pussy. Pussy. Yeah, I don't it. want to say that. Commuting <laughs> <laughs> for dick seems so much more it, uh, yeah. fine. <laughs> um, yeah, like that's it's totally a big deal and like on our last uh, episode or the episode before that when we had uh, John and Mike on they even admitted that sometimes they meet nice girls and they just hit the self-destruct button after a month in of dating right you know it's in that, hearing that from like uh, a guy friend's mouth is like terrifying but it's also very true like guys are not complicated and when they're telling you something again this is like with the episode with Gigi Engel the sex educator when they're saying something you have to listen to them and I think we also like in our mind we justify what they mean or what if they actually yeah. saying like no if he's not texting you doesn't really want to be with you you know if he's not making the time for you he doesn't really want to be with you yeah. and all of these other kind of really direct things that guys are doing to say what they want out of a relationship and if you just want to have sex with them that's fine right. you know if you're both on the same page but I think around date three it does get a bit messy right. it gets a bit like okay are we ending this if we haven't slept together or even if we have slept together, we're ending it. Right. Like, cause then it's like, okay, now we're going into fourth to sixth date, you know, or like, I don't know, even no terrain. And that's so different. Um, I remember I was dating a guy and we went on fourth date, I think is where I ended it after the fourth date. <laughs> and he was very into me and the sex is good. And, it just wasn't going to last in the long term. And you know what really did it to, for me? It was he came over to my house and we we're here to like hang out. And I live with my parents. So he inadvertently met my sister and my mom because we were like hanging out like outside. It's like summertime. And he uh, yeah, they, <laughs> when you're like really close family members say something that you can't see or like they are like more criticizing as somebody you're dating than you are. Like they said things that I was like, oh, yeah, like that's true. Like he's not like super attractive and he's kind of is boring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like I, I realized that date as well, how boring it was because a fourth date is when the sexual attraction kind of like, you know, disappears. And then you're like you're left with the personality. Right, and you've, and you've also used all your good material. Oh, you've yeah. told your good stories. Oh, yeah. You've, like, told all your funny bits that, like, are your go-tos. Now you look at their personality for, like, 80% of the time, and then you have sex 20% of the time. Like, right. you know, best-case scenario. Yeah. So if that happens, you're like, I don't like their personality, that's when it happens. Like, third, fourth date. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. So, I mean, you guys gone past that hump, so thank God. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's true. good things. So my roommate, M is really good at having frank conversations with guys and letting them know that, you know, they need to have a conversation about what their expectations are if they're going to begin getting intimate. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the Reddit user doing that? Because in my mind, I can see it going two ways. One, she has the conversation. She says, hey, if we're, you know, I'd like to get intimate with you, but I want to discuss, you know what this is and where this is going and if you're sleeping with anyone else currently right and maybe that goes really well or the flip side of that maybe she has that conversation with him and he tells her everything that she wants to hear and then still ghosts it's again like it's really early and like I want to believe this guy's a nice guy but like experience has taught me that 
it could also go the opposite direction. Yeah. I think she wants she wants to hear, really, that this guy is going to say, like, no, I haven't been seeing other people. I only want to sleep with you. I really, really like you, too. And I want to exclusively sleep with you. Like, that would be the thing she would love to of hear. Course, of right? Course. But I don't think she's going to hear. She's maybe lucky to hear half of that. Yeah. You know, like, to be honest, because, again, two weeks is not enough to be exclusive. I personally think I also no matter how much you like somebody, even if you go on a date every single fucking day. I don't know. Like, I just think it's it's I've jumped into a relationship personally after dating someone for two weeks and it was very premature. Yeah. And I regretted it and it was we dated we saw each other a lot in those first two weeks and we knew we liked each other we knew we didn't want to date anybody else we met on a dating app and then we jumped into a relationship and relationship ended in a month you know that's what happens when you you know start things too hot and and too fast again I, I think the less you take the less you like take things personally in dating the more you get out of it and I think she needs to take the situation less personally and not kind of project her feelings of insecurity on him if he is seeing other people and I do like I know you like this guy but like you know he's not again you don't know if he's your soulmate or not like I don't think it's there's a high possibility he might have just gone one date that date could have been meh with another girl but also it's really constructive to go on dates while you're dating other people or dating one person you really like because it shows you how much you like the other person in a weird twisted way it's like it does it shows you what you like it's confirming your feelings that like okay now I really like this guy because I went on a really shitty date or I knew that guy was a well match for me and maybe that guy went on a date with a girl and it solidified his feelings for her. But how would she take that? You know, listening right, to him. Right. She, all she's going to hear is, you want a date with another girl. Right. Doesn't matter if it was trash or terrible. Right. She's just hearing, you want a date with another girl. Right. And I think she just needs to be a little bit more open and, you know, kind of like trusting about the situation. Right. And maybe we're just jaded. Maybe we've been dating for too long. So it's easy for us to say, like, just because you really like someone doesn't mean that you shouldn't see other people. But I think that it's, it's a harsh reality that you learn in time. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing because it helps you see the world kind of in a in a more real way and not just see everything through like rose colored lenses or yeah. whatever the expression is. I think we're definitely aggressive daters and we've been through a lot of different dating experiences to know that this is too soon for her to be feeling this way and she might push him a little bit by being clingy. Yeah. And push him away. Right. So I don't want her to do that either. And, and I hate I hate the clingy stereotype of women because if this guy turned around and said, I'm having serious feelings for you, I only want to see you after two weeks, she'd be like, oh my God, yes. And, and no one would call it clingy, right? It'd be no. romantic. It would be passionate and amazing. But a guy did that to me and I... Didn't, when I remember saying yes to being his girlfriend, I remember not feeling it 100%. I remember thinking, having doubts in the back of my mind. Yeah. And you don't want to put someone in that situation yeah, where yeah. they really, really do like you, but then you're asking them to be exclusive really early on. Right. And then you're putting them in a corner, really, because they're not going to say, I don't want to stop seeing you. They want you to make, they, you want the other person to be happy. You know, right. she could be putting him in this corner or box. Yeah. So I really just think she should just, you know, let it lie for a bit. And I think the exclusive to like the exclusive talk should happen I don't know, even know like you've been dating this guy for two months and it hasn't happened like I don't I don't know when the right time it's is true, to have it's true but it's such a different circumstance meeting someone on it's, a dating yeah. app um, I will say the shortest amount of time I've ever had between meeting someone and exclusivity was one week but it was similar to yours where like we met and we were instantly like this is amazing we both really like each other we mesh so well within one week he told me that he didn't want to see anyone else and I did kind of feel pressured in a good way. I liked him, 
But if it were my choice, I wouldn't have had that conversation that early on. And ultimately it ended. So I think, yeah, I'm with you that you kind of need to let things like happen in their time and not like maybe, you know, try to force them. Yeah. I think that's a good place to end this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Remember to go on notyourgirlfriendspodcast.com. And of course, if you have any dating qualms or questions, go on our website and fill out our form and we'll answer them on the podcast. Yep. Or slide in our DMs. Send us a DM on Instagram, on Twitter, like our Facebook page. Yes. Um, and, and support us via Patreon if you can. That yeah. would be awesome. That would be amazing. And be a part of the mystical coven of bad bitches. Yes. And it's <laughs> listeners like you that keep us going. So make sure, at the very least, to tell all your friends about us and how amazing we are. Yes. Okay. Well, All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye.